Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 2 Kings chapter 10 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Ahab's family killed. Now there was in Samaria 70 sons of the house of Ahab. So Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria to the officials of Jezreel through the elders and the guardians of Ahab's children. He said, You have your master's sons with you, and you have chariots and horses, a fortified city, and weapons. Now as soon as this letter reaches you, choose the best and most worthy of your master's son, and set him on his father's throne. Then fight for your master's house. But they were terrified and said, If two kings could not resist him, how can we? So the palace administrators, the city governor, the elders, and the guardians sent this message to Jehu. We are your servants, and we will do anything you say. We will not appoint anyone as king. You do whatever you think best. Then Jehu wrote them a second letter, saying, If you are on my side and will obey me, then take the heads of your master's sons and come to me in Jezreel by this time tomorrow. Now the royal prince, seventy of them, were with the leading men of the city who were rearing them. When the letter arrived, these men took the prince and slaughtered all seventy of them. They put their heads in baskets and sent them to Jehu in Jezreel. When the messenger arrived, he told Jehu, They have brought the heads of the princes. When Jehu ordered, put them in two piles at the entrance of the city gate until morning. The next morning Jehu went out. He stood before all the people and said, You are innocent. It was I who conspired against my master and killed him. But who killed all these? Know then that not a word the Lord has spoken against the house of Ahab will fail. The Lord has done what he announced through his servant Elijah. So Jehu killed everyone in Jezreel who remained of the house of Ahab, as well as all his chief men, his close friends, and his priests, leaving him no survivor. Jehu then set out and went toward Samaria. At Beth Eked of the shepherds, he met some relatives of Isaiah, king of Judah, and asked, Who are you? They said, We are relatives of Isaiah, and we have come down to greet the families of the king and of the queen mother. Take them alive, he ordered. So they took them alive and slaughtered them by the well of Beth Eked. Forty-two of them he left no survivor. After he left there, he came upon Jehonadab, son of Rechab, who was on his way to meet him. Jehu greeted him and said, Are you in accord with me as I am with you? And Jehonadab answered. If so, said Jehu, give me your hand. So he did, and Jehu helped him out into the chariot. Jehu said, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. Then he had him ride along in his chariot. When Jehu came to Samaria, he killed all who were left there of Ahab's family. He destroyed them according to the word of the Lord, spoken to Elijah. Servants of Baal killed. Then Jehu brought all the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little. Jehu will serve him much. Now summon all the prophets of Baal, all his servants and all his priests. See that no one is missing, because I am going to hold a great sacrifice for Baal. Anyone who fails to come will no longer live. But Jehu was acting deceptively in order to destroy the servants of Baal. Jehu said, Call an assembly in honor of Baal. So they proclaimed it. Then he sent word throughout Israel, and all the servants of Baal came. Not one stayed away. They crowded into the temple of Baal until it was full from one end to the other. And Jehu said to the keeper of the wardrobe, Bring ropes for all the servants of Baal. So he brought out ropes for them. Then Jehu and Jehonadab, son of Rechab, went into the temple of Baal. Jehu said to the servants of Baal, Look around and see that no one who serves the Lord is here with you, only servants of Baal. So they went in to make sacrifices and burn offerings. Now Jehu had posted eighty men outside with this warning. If one of you lets any of them men I am placing in your hands escape, it will be your life for his life.
As soon as Jehu had finished making the burnt offering, he ordered the guards and officers, Go in and kill them. Let no one escape. So they cut them down with a sword. The guards and officers threw the bodies out and then entered the inner shrine of the Temple of Baal. They brought the sacred stone out of the Temple of Baal and burnt it. They demolished the sacred stone of Baal and tore down the Temple of Baal. And people have used it for a late latrine to this day. So Jehu destroyed Baal worship in Israel. However, he did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat which he had caused Israel to commit the worship of the golden calves at Bethel and Dan. The Lord said to Jehovah, Because you have done well in accomplishing what is right in my eyes, and have done to the house of Ahab all I had in mind to do, your descendants will sit on the throne of Israel for the fourth generation. Jehu was not careful to keep the law of the Lord, the God of Israel with all his heart. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, which he had caused Israel to commit. In those days the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel. Hazael overpowered the Israelites throughout their territory east of the Jordan in all the land of Gilead, the region of Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh, from Arur by the Arnon Gorge through Gilead to Bashan. As for the other events of Jehu reign, all he did and all his achievements are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel. Jehu rested with his ancestors and was buried in Samaria, and Jehoahaz, his son, succeeded him as king. The time that Jehu reign over Israel and Samaria was 28 years. This is the end of 2 Kings chapter 10. So we see an incredible story here where Ahab's family is killed, every one of them, and the servants of Baal killed as well. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for this word. Thank you for the warning that you send us that we're always to be faithful to you. We're to turn from praising and idolizing false gods, whether that be money, fame, power, let us turn to the one true king, to the only thing in this world that matters, which is worshiping you. Lord, let us sacrifice our life, take our life, use it in service of your kingdom. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We want to serve you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Second Kings chapter 10. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.